we are back, joined by Philip. Hey, what's up? <laughs> a self-proclaimed Disney expert. I wouldn't say expert. What would you say? Uh, aficionado. Aficionado? Yeah. Um, Super fan? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I, w- I would say that. Because, like, you have you have the annual passes. Yeah. You have the annual passes. You mm-hmm. have... Like, just your whole life is Disney. Uh, I mean, for the most part. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just, I like Disney. Yeah. What can I say? Yeah, I mean, you have other interests and and whatnot, and we'll we'll talk about those as well, but... Oh, boy. I feel like the jumping off point for this one would be, we just watched The Lion King. Yes. The remake. Mm -hmm. Or the the reimagined, the live action. The live action. Reimagining. Yeah. Um, And I wanted to kick it off by just giving my opinion on it which is that i think it's it just falls in line with what i believe about these live action reboots or whatever you want to call these things understandable they're so they're unnecessary yeah they're very unnecessary i can agree with that like i was watching it and i was going oh okay now i know what scene's coming next oh okay i remember this scene that's coming next very little surprises in here, if any. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's one different song. Yeah, there was one new song. There was uh, that was uh, Beyonce's yeah. "Spirit." Yeah, and like the emotional parts that should have hit me the way the original hit me didn't hit me the way the original did. So the right. perfect example is the Mufasa death. Mm-hmm. It's almost done. Like in the original, correct me if I'm wrong. Scar grabs him right looks him in the eye and says it really dramatically. Long live the king. Yeah. And then he throws him. Right? He kind of tosses him. He kind of just like, yeah, sort of. Tosses him. In this one, it's long live the king. (laughs) And he's like, bitch slaps him. I mean, he also did the grabbing thing. He he did the grabbing thing. He kind of like, just like, smack the shit out of him. And then he falls. Yeah. (sighs) That didn't have the same emotional weight for me because I much prefer the... He, where he just they yeet. He, where he, yeah, he yeets them all. <laughs> He's like, get out of here, you know? Get, you know, I don't need you. <laughs> I'm really wondering why this movie, like, is it because it's supposed to be they're going for realist, realistic, probably that's what animals, it was. and like, I'm just not, you know, it's you don't if you you go if you, if you were to go on a safari or whatever, you're not going to see like. A lion like crying or whatever. I mean, you, they animals cry, but they don't like cry like in the original Lion King, where they have like full emotion. Like you can see them frowning and stuff. Like they don't, they don't actually do that. Yeah. So it's hard to put emotion into something that's realistic that doesn't show a lot of emotion and it's not expressive. Uh huh. So um, I will say that like, I don't know if you noticed in those scenes that were supposed to be more emotional with the tone of the music and like the the theming of like color and stuff uh-huh. it just kind of it helps evoke that emotion but not as successfully as expressive emotion would be okay see what i'm saying yeah 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 i don't know just like that that mufasa death should have hit me because the lion king is one of the few movies that when mufasa dies and then it's usually afterwards when simba goes to look for him mm-hmm. and, you know that's the like, part that, that that's the part that always gets you mm-hmm. and it didn't get me here at all. It's hard to. <laughs> and it's even like the voice acting wasn't as strong, I don't yeah, think. Yeah. I mean, for some of the characters, the voice acting was a little bit better than others. Uh-huh. Um, 
Beyonce. <laughs> she just didn't seem very present in the movie. Well, she's really not in the movie that much. She's not. She <laughs> honestly, if you look at like um, pictures of the cast together, like of the the character cast of actual characters, she's not even really there. They photoshopped her in some of the pictures. Like she wasn't even there. You mean like real life Beyonce? I mean like real life Beyonce. Yeah. Like when they're recording or like on the red. No, carpet? I mean like they just took like they just like took a, a cast picture together. Like everybody was there. And she like, wasn't really Donald even Lever. there. She wasn't even really there for some of them. Wow. They photoshopped her in. Yeah. I guess she was off recording her uh, herself up her her own album. Yeah. So yeah, I don't she, know. Yeah, she really wasn't present. She, um, who, is it Jeremy Irons that does Scar? In this one or in the original? Who in, in the, the original it was Jeremy Irons. Okay, so who does the voice of Scar in this one? Chiwetel Ejiofor, and I don't know if really? I'm saying that right. Yeah, the guy from Twelve Years a Slave. Yes. No crap. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I don't know. He wasn't as menacing as Jeremy Irons. Yeah, the I voice. mean, there were some parts that were a little bit menacing, but is like is a little lacking in some in some parts. Yeah, and again, it goes back to the animation part where because Scar in the original, he was more of like. Almost like a darkish. Yeah. You know, like there was a real big contrast between him and Mufasa. Right. And and like all the other lions. Like right. you could tell like he was he was different. Mm-hmm. Here he almost blends in. Well, yeah, because I don't think lions actually look like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's So I mean you could definitely tell it was Scar based on because he was all he he's definitely out of all the other ones, he's very he's darker, but not like he's not brown like he was in the original. Yeah. He's more beat up. He, his mane was kind of all not even and just kind of yeah. deranged. <laughs> and he just looked, he looked also like really skinny and bony compared yeah. to all the others who weren't that. Yep. And then of yeah. course, James Earl Jones. I mean, he's James Earl Jones. Right. He, he kind of sounded tired in this one. He didn't. Well, he's older. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I don't want to be on the negative train. There was a couple positives. One was, I think, one of the best casting choices was Seth Rogen. Yeah, I, I really like Seth was... Rogen and Billy Eichner did a really good job too. He's as Timon. Timon, okay. Because he's 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 got that like kind of jumpy like in your face kind of person. Because wasn't it Nathan Lane? Yeah, in the original. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then uh, Matthew Broderick was Simba. Simba, which like, I adult. Loved. Yeah, I loved Donald Glover as Simba. Donald Glover. I think he was like the. I want to say the best choice. <laughs> Donald Glover. Who the hell is Donald Glover? He was... Well, he was in Solo. He played Lando. Okay. Uh, he was in Community. No, no, no. No, you don't know Community. Uh, he's Childish Gambino. Childish. The rap, the rapper. No, I don't no? know. I don't know Donald what Glover. He, in? he was He was in a few things. He's not like... Is he related to Danny Glover? I doubt it. <laughs> I don't like think he's so. not his son or something? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's just coincidence. Okay. Maybe, di- maybe distant cousins. I don't know. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, this movie didn't do it. But like, I've I've seen a few of these live action things, like the Beauty and the Beast one. Didn't right. do it for me. Aladdin, I'm a little hesitant to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was really excited for the Lion King, and it just didn't. Yeah, I it, mean, it I, can, I can add I much. agree with that statement. It didn't. It's not that it didn't meet my expectations. I just. It's the Lion King. That's such a classic. For the longest time, that was my favorite Disney movie growing up. Yeah. So. But now your favorite is The Hunchback, right? Which era are we talking? <laughs> okay, so if we're talking the, the, what is it, the Renaissance? The Renaissance. It's The Hunchback, right? Hunchback is, I guess Hunchback would be the Renaissance. Um, 
He's like what, ninety six, seven, somewhere in there. I think, I think ninety six. He came in a little bit later. Um, no, I, I think honestly, uh, Beauty and the Beast would probably be my favorite out of the Renaissance. For okay. a while, it was Little Mermaid, um, but I just grown to appreciate Beauty and the Beast more. I guess. Okay. I don't know. I just kind of resonate with that. The whole theming of Beauty's on the inside. <laughs> yeah. So, what is your like take on on these live actions? Like, do you think they need to do the whole catalog, or do I like do I think the whole they need Renaissance to make... catalog? Uh, no, I think there's definitely some movies in there that don't need to be made. Um, cause just because they're stories that aren't necessarily original. Like if they were to make a live action Pocahontas, I probably wouldn't care about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would still go watch it, but Pocahontas is such, is something that's been done a few times. Hercules has been done a bunch. Um, what else? Tarzan is like, that's been around since forever. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean... If we were, if they were to do like live action, other live action movies, like they just did Lady and the Tramp on Disney Plus, okay. which I liked that I like what they did with that. It was a lot similar to the original, um, but there was some. They touched on a few more things and they put more emotion into it. Yeah, which I don't think there was really any emotion in Lady and the Tramp in the original. I haven't seen it. You've never? Seen, oh yeah, you haven't really seen it. Yeah, seen I'm not it. really big into like. First of all, I'm not really big into animation. Right, right. It takes it, it, it takes a little bit to get me to watch a animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, by the way, guys, we're 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 munching on uh, freshly baked chocolate chip muffins, which are very good. They are really good, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Love them. Um, yeah, I don't know something about animation. It, it just takes a little more for me to get invested into it. Like, if, right. if you were to say, "Hey, Eddie, do you want to watch a live action movie or an animated movie?" I take live action right. all the all the way, um, and especially now if you're going back to like fifties, sixties, seventies. Now it, it's a real stretch. Like probably the only one is Snow White that I've seen, yeah. and that's like the first. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know something about it, but you're but you're really big into that stuff. Like, yeah, I really like, and I mean, animated movies in general. I have more of a liking to. I mean, I do like live action movies. But it's just something, it's the nostalgia aspect of watching animation movies yeah. and just appreciating it. Because it's, I'm also kind of like an, I don't want to say I'm, I'm an art kid, but um, I was very creative in school and stuff. And, you know, I just kind of, watching animated movies kind of brought that out too. Okay. But I also can appreciate it as from an artist standpoint, because it's like the same thing as acting, like for people who are in theater and stuff, they'll go see a movie with actors in it and they'll appreciate the person as an actor. As an artist, I can appreciate animation because of design aspects and, you know, things like that. Like, different... I can't think of the word. <laughs> I keep falling in... I keep almost <laughs> falling in this chair. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like an artist standpoint. Okay. But I appreciate these movies. And uh, nostalgia, which I'm a big, I'm big into nostalgia. <laughs> so then you're right for the, like, the era that we're in right now, which is, like, just all nostalgia. Yeah, basically. That's literally, when you go to a movie theater, that's all you see is nostalgia, whether it's Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. Whether it's... Toy Story. Toy Story 4. Out. Yeah. Whether it's... Jesus, I don't know, even Joker. I mean, yeah. that's playing on nostalgia. It's playing on the idea of... 
oh, you remember that character you like? Well, here's a like here's a supposed new twist on it. Right. When in reality, you don't even have to necessarily call it Joker. That could just be a story about a bum fuck guy. It really was down the road. Yeah, they it was just like <laughs> it was it was it was a drama with a Joker skin on it. Yep, that was what it was. Yeah. And I liked it. And that's what got it to its billion dollar mark. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure without that name. Everyone wanted a Joker movie. Yeah. And like if you just called it Arthur, you know? <laughs> There's been like five of those. <laughs> no one would have seen it. No. Or, yeah. Very few people would have seen it. So it is interesting, but the live action thing is is frustrating to me because, and I think this drove it home more so than ever, where I was just watching it and I was like, I you know knew what was going to happen. I know this movie beat for beat. Yeah, and I get I understand why people don't like these movies and they don't like Disney doing that because they feel like it's not they're not being creative and they're not putting out new ideas like they should be. Um, but at the same time, like I I like that they're taking their own kind of spin on it. Like they add some things, like they add little bits of story. Like in the Lion King, this one you saw. Uh, I don't know if you caught the tension that was between Scar and Mufasa at the beginning. Okay. When like Mufasa went to go see him because Scar didn't show up to see Simba, yeah, and he was like, it, there was just there was a lot of like, like brother beef, and that's <laughs> and because I haven't seen because that wasn't even really in the original. Yeah, I, Scar was just this angry guy who didn't like his brother, and you never really understood. You why. never really understood that, and they tried to like fleshed it out a little bit more here. Yeah, okay, like there was more to it, like. You you kind of learned that it kind of hints that uh, Scar had a thing for uh, Sarabi, which is Mufasa's wife, uh -huh. quote unquote. Well, <laughs> uh, Mufasa took that from him. Well, I mean, she also went for Mufasa over Scar, yeah. but you know, it's just kind of you kind of feel for Scar in this one, like in all the scenes, because he just kind. I mean, he is a bad guy, but. He's just kind of he 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 wanted things and he ended up being the guy who finished last. Okay. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you say that, like I do remember, like Scar seemed just like a like straightforward villain. Yeah. In the original. Mm -hmm. Some other things that were missing though from this one, like when they're going across, when they're doing the Hakuna Matata mm -hmm. in the original, when Simba ages, they're doing like they're going back and forth. They're like with their heads. heads. Yeah. 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 And this one, they're just walking. <laughs> they're just walking and singing, yeah. And changing. And it's just, it that swinging of the head thing. Again, that's an animation thing. Like, that's something, <laughs> that's something that animals wouldn't typically do. <laughs> okay, well, here, but that, okay, but that, but, okay, so here's my argument. Animals don't talk. Okay, yeah, I get it. <laughs> okay. So, John Favreau should have been, or whoever, the, like, creative decision this was, whether if it was Disney CEO executive going... Their heads shouldn't be swinging. If I was John Favreau, I'd have been like, "Why?" And then if they came back like, "That's not an animal trait." I'd been like, "Animals don't fucking talk." What are we talking about? Here? True. It is a good point. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like those little touches. And then there was one other thing that bugged me that it was towards the end after the. Or no, it didn't bug me, but it was a nice little Easter egg. They throw a Beauty and the Beast reference. I love right? that. That was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Because normally that's the scene where he does like he does the hula. He does the hula, and I was like, "Are they gonna really bust out a hula?" I was wondering how that was gonna go. I was like, "Are they gonna hula? What's what's gonna happen? What's the distraction gonna be? Are they just gonna cut it out?" Yeah, but no, they brought in be our guest, and I thought that was a little that was cool. I like that. That was cool. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I would say see it because the animation 
or the is that the correct word animation yeah it was because it was all 3d animated okay it is very impressive mm-hmm. i mean it just it looked aggressively gets better parts of it looked like a, a nature documentary yeah like for sure. I, there was some shots that were in slow motion that i kind of liked yeah i like that little touch yeah. but it made it look like you were watching like blue earth or something <laughs> yeah and it was cool to watch that intro with john favreau because unless if i hadn't watched that i don't think i would have picked up on the fact that that or that first the shot very first shot was the only real shot they actually filmed that yeah do you think they've sped it up to oh, get i'm sure to yeah. get the sun to go up quicker the sun doesn't go up that <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering like does the sun really set like rise that no. like, i've i've tried i've tried watching the sunrise it's it, pretty it, slow it's it, you don't even see it <laughs> It's like every Hollywood. every every couple minutes, you look away and you look back, and it's just like, like a, it's moved up a couple centimeters. Yeah, yeah. But next year we get Mulan. Yes, which I'm excited for that because although it is supposed to be another again remake, they're sticking more to the lore of it, the um, the the story. So it's gonna have probably like some of the same characters. Like I think. Uh, uh, what are their names? I can't even remember the names. I don't I know. The expert. They're not important. No, I'm just kidding. Wow, thanks. <laughs> Put me on the spot. Uh, I told you I'm no expert. No, uh, Mulan. Yeah. There's Mulan, there's who Mulan. disguises herself as Ping, and then uh-huh. there's General Li Shang, and then there's uh, Chen Chen Po, um, Wang, and <laughs> was his Wang. name? I think his name was Wang. <laughs> or Yang. It was, it was something like that. Something Chinese. <laughs> and I can't remember who the short guy was. I can't remember his name. King of the Rock. That's what I'm going to call him. Because that's what he refers to himself in the movie. But I, I think they're in the movie. Did you already list the love interest? Li Shang? Like the guy that runs the... Yeah. Okay, that's that's okay. Yeah, that's... Johnny Osmond. Yeah. <laughs> For the song. Um, but I don't, I don't know if they're still going to do... I mean, they might still put like some love in there but i think what they're really doing is just sticking to the true story for the most part because there's a witch in it which i mean witches are real <laughs> was there a witch in the animated one Mm-mm. i was gonna say i don't remember a witch no um it there was um the main hun okay and that was really it and then he had the other huns but i guess in this one there's gonna be the main hun and the other huns and a witch with a falcon and no mushu so I wonder if they're gonna re like like give Eddie Murphy a different role. I don't even know if Eddie Murphy's gonna be in it. I haven't heard anything. As far as I know, everyone in the movie is Asian. Everyone, like no voice acting, because that was something cool about Lion King. I thought like it would have been cool if they had casted maybe not like Matthew Broderick to be Simba again, but right. it would have been cool if Matthew Broderick had another role. Yeah, if you know he had what I mean? a, a small role. I mean, maybe maybe it was one of like little random animals that lived where Timon and Pumbaa lived. Yeah. Something like that. Because it was yeah. weird they brought back James Earl Jones. Well, I mean, he's iconic. So is Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Is it just because of his voice? I, it probably is because of his voice. They were just like, voice. we literally, no one else is, like, could be Mufasa. Right. I think they also just tried to go with a more, like, traditional cast of, you know, like, African-American trying to put that, you know, <laughs> trying to put the... Uh, get them out there i don't know try to stick because like, it does play take place in africa right yeah i mean it, it takes place in africa and i get understand that they had you know billy eichner and seth rogan who are not black yeah <laughs> but they were there but they're also very they're did that upset outcast. did that upset people that like 
Matthew Broderick was voicing Simba. Was that ever I a controversy? Not. I don't think so. No? Or that Jeremy Irons, because he's not black. No. <laughs> I don't think I think I don't think there was that many uh black voice actors in that movie, except for James Earl Jones. Yeah. Maybe Sarabi. Can you like do, like that like doesn't that just go to show you what time we're living in? Whereas like in the nineties yeah, in the nineties cast people that are not black and no one gave a fuck. Yeah. Now, now you have to, otherwise, uh-oh, well, watch well, out. Here's the thing. When when they first announced Mulan, they were saying there was going to be a white there was going to be a white person playing Mulan. People freaked out. And now they have what you got. Well, <laughs> something like that, is, when it's live action and yeah. you're not going to have just a voice. Yeah, because that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. You want to represent it, you know, visually. Right. But if it's a voice, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Like, I never once, like, I don't remember being a kid and going, hmm, Scar doesn't sound He doesn't sound African. He doesn't sound black enough. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Like, that never bothered me. But, like, if if I were to watch Mulan and I were to see, like, I don't know, Abigail Breslin, I'd be like, what's going on here? (laughs) Better one would have been Scarlett Johansson. She's everything now. She's getting a lot of flack. Yeah. For everything. Poor Scarlett. Yep, so Mulan's coming out next year, mm-hmm. um, based off of that preview, because I, I I haven't seen anything. And that was just the original, like, teaser trailer. They have they just released a new one. Yeah, like, I hope they go real, like, martial arts, like I, It looks saying. like that's what they're going. It looks like they're going for a more martial artsy kind yeah. of style. Kinda. But I I kind of do hope that they're still, you know, like, what's Mulan with I'll, with, like, without I'll Make a Man Out of You? Like, you need yeah. that in there somehow. And I know yeah. you were saying that it's going to be just like a score underneath. Yeah, if you even heard in the trailer, like you can hear reflections. You can hear reflection. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do that. They might just do like a quick little thing. I don't know. We'll we'll have to find out in spring twenty twenty. Huh. I don't even know what the actual uh, release date is. I don't think they said anything yet. Yeah, I think I said spring. So that that's what like April, May, April to June. Yeah, sounds about right. Somewhere around there. Um, so yeah, you're the Disney guy, right? Self-proclaimed, yeah. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> and what else is like, of all, like, uh, of, of other interests to you? What else is for anybody listening so we can, I don't know, man. Um, pop culture just in general, like you love, right? I mean, right now I kind of, I don't really like focus on like too many different things at once. I kind of go on one thing and just kind of stick with that until... Uh-huh. I'm just done with it, but I mean, I don't think Disney's going to ever go away. Um, Disney is kind of the main thing right now. I just kind of don't really, I don't do much else except for work. Yeah. <laughs> so you work and then in your spare time, you're, you're at Disney. I'm at Disney or I'm at home and sleeping. <laughs> no, I also, I play, I mean, I play video games. Uh, lately I've just been playing a lot of Fortnite with my, my buddies. Yeah. I got some buddies up north that are, uh, they, they've been playing and I've been playing with a guy that I work with and that's really it. What is it with this Fortnite? Because I remember, like, I remember Marie playing it and I'd be watching it and I'd be like, <laughs> this looks like the goofiest shit I've ever seen it's in my really life. It's really goofy. Um, it's essentially Hunger Games. That's the whole idea of everybody gets put onto this island it's a hundred people they go all go onto the island okay and you have to scavenge and find uh weapons and uh materials to build stuff with and you know other things like that 
and then you it's just you fight to the death while there's a storm closing in and you have to stay inside the storm otherwise you're gonna get wiped out it's just a fun game to play and is it supposed to look like shoddy graphics yeah because it's technically still in like in early access mode so it's still like in beta okay it's a free game that means uh it's not entirely finished oh okay yeah but yet they released it yeah, so people a lot of game, a lot of people actually do that. Um, like when, like when there's a big game coming out, like um, Star Wars Battlefront. I saw that you had that on your PlayStation. I don't know if you ever played that. No, I don't know how that got on there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but when that was coming out, they released the beta. It's it's a playable version of the game, but it's still got like tweaks and stuff that they need to fix. Uh-huh. But they put it out so people can get a feel of it and they can. Um, you know, pretty much say what they think of the game and how they respond to it. Okay. It just kind of, it kind of lets the developers have input of what the people think before releasing the full game. While so also like, giving a sneak peek. So like something like, because I've played The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Do you know if that was something? Or was that something that they mm, I don't completed? Think, I don't think they put out a beta. It's typically, when it comes to betas, it's more for like games that have online play. So like Call of Duty will have that, or Battlefront. Overwatch had it before that came out. Huh. So it's it's more so for like online playable games. Because The Last of Us, it has online play, but the main thing that people want for The Last of Us is the story. And you kind of it's kind of hard to put out a beta for a story. Okay, I see. I see. Yeah. Do I mean, not... they could put like a little playable <laughs> demo, but that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for. Last of Us. Oh too. yeah, absolutely. Because what it's uh, the main guy Joel, 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 and then Ellie, Ellie. Okay, Joel and Ellie. Yeah. Oh my God. Like I remember seeing. Like, did you see the preview for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a like that. Oh man. And I and I just started playing it again, and it's fantastic. It's so fucking good. Like I love. Like that's my kind of thing where it's like survival like that's why the walking dead for the longest time was my favorite like anything with survival Mm -hmm. like imagining what what you would do right in that kind of a scenario is that's my kind of makes you kind of have to think about like saving your resources and stuff and not just you have to kind of plan ahead yeah not just kind of run in there and run and gun yeah because that's how you die hypothetically let's say tomorrow something like the last of us happens or Walking Dead happens, you know, some virus wipes out mm-hmm. all of humanity, but you're still around, you're right. still living. Do you think that's a world that you can properly function in, or is <laughs> Phil, well, is Phil gone? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Honestly, I think I was just thinking about this the other day, and I'm like, I don't think I don't think I could last. No, no, because I'm I'm the kind of person who'd either, uh, not this sounds kind of self self like conceited, but I, I'm the kind of person who would. Be the hero, which is like the, one of the rules. It's like one of the top three rules in Zombieland is don't be a hero. <laughs> yeah. So I'd, I'd be the one to, to go in there and be like, I'll save you. And then I'm the one who dies and the other person ends up dying. Or the walkers get you or the clickers get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. that's probably why I wouldn't last. Just because... So, um, so, your, so your downfall would be being a hero. I'm too nice. You're too nice. <laughs> At least I try to be. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Rick Grimes made it. Yeah, you know, and he but was... he's he was also a cop, so he, he <laughs> knew what he had to do. 
he knew what he was doing. I don't know what I'm doing. What was Joel in The Last of Us? What was like? Did like did we ever know what his job I was? Like what? Do we... I don't know. He must have been like maybe. I think he was like an architect or something. An architect. He was some sort of designer, I think. Because I think there was one part in the very, very beginning of the game where you're playing as... Um, Sarah? Is Sarah? Sarah? I think it's Sarah. You're playing as uh, his daughter and you're going around the house trying to find him. And I think there's a part where it shows, like, there's a desk with, like, designs on it. So I would assume he was, like, he was some sort of designer, whether it be for architecture or, like, cars or something. Oh, man, that's going to bother me now. All right, hold on. I got to look this up. <laughs> no like that shit bothers me if i don't like like if i'm not 100 percent positive over what a character's name is or something like my ocd right. just kicks in and i'm just like thinking about it so <laughs> i won't be able to properly do this if i don't figure this out all right the last of us people listening are probably like no it's this or is this dude really googling right now <laughs> the last of us see if this were a live thing you could just probably read comments i'm just People would be, and you'd be, you, you would know. Yeah. I got to figure out, well, I don't know if I'd want to do a live, a live. That'd be. Podcast. Do people do live podcasts? I mean, they probably just, it, it's like a YouTube thing. Yeah, you can do like live streams and whatnot. Yeah. Plot. Yep. Daughter Sarah. Yep. That's right. Okay. Yep. And then Tommy's his brother. Okay. Yep, Sarah is shot by a soldier and dies in Joel's arms. That's how the game begins. Spoiler. Wow. Didn't mean to do that. It's only guys. been like five years. Yeah, because what? It came out on the PS3 and then they remastered it for the yeah. PS4, mm-hmm. which is, that that's really cool. I never played the PS3 version. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same thing? They're both the same thing. It's just the, the PlayStation graphics 4 is a little better. Yeah. They just then, updated the graphics for it. And then you also get that left behind. Yes. Did you play that? I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks to uh, Mikey said play it. Yeah, it's, it was good. He recommended playing it, and it was fun. It was fun to see that like kind of prequel. Right. little backstory her. into uh, where Ellie came from and mm-hmm. what her deal is and why she is the way she is. Yeah. So you, going back to the thing about if... So, like you, so your downfall would be being a hero, right? My downfall, I think I could last a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think like if it was Walking Dead, I think I'd get to like season three maybe four okay um i think my downfall would be just readapting to a new lifestyle yeah because i'm like well first of all i'm a germaphobe yeah i feel that too you know that's one of the things too like i'm not going to be able to put myself in like guts that's disgusting absolutely not i can't even go like i can't even touch something like sticky and be like and just deal with it i have yeah. to like immediately wash my wash hands my hands i can't i can't i'm not like germaphobe but i just don't like my hands feeling dirty yeah I, or mm-mm. you're gonna go like a couple days and your breath's gonna start smelling like that's gonna start like affecting me yeah and i'll I be mean, thinking about my breath and then all of a sudden an antagonist is gonna come out of a corner and probably kill me <laughs> all you just gotta do is just breathe on them and just knock them out <laughs> like the grinch yeah <laughs> I, oh man that's why I love the game and shit because it's like, you know, it's just it's make believe, but that shit ever really happens. Like Contagion. Did you ever mm-hmm. see that movie, Contagion? Uh, if I did, it was a long time ago and I don't remember anything about it. It has like Matt Damon's in it, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. Oh, Gwyneth yeah, it had like everybody in it. It was a big cast, Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. That movie is fucking scary. Yeah. And it's actually realistic. It's not like walkers or zombies or anything. It's just about a, a virus going around the world. Mm-hmm. And I think it starts with like a pig. Like a, oh, like swine flu pig or something yeah 
Was that the, was that around the same time? I think it might have been. All I remember is being in the theater. I think I've told this story on this podcast, but I'm just going to really quickly. I, I remember watching that movie in the theater, and two pe- like two rows or three rows in front of me, there was these two people, a couple, and the guy just kept coughing. Like, he would just, he like, the whole movie, he was just coughing. Like, I guess he was sick or something. Hmm. And, I mean, talk about the worst movie to ever be coughing in, because <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, tensing up. sick. Tensing up. <laughs> like, this movie's happening right in front of me. That's crazy. <laughs> That's it. I'm dead. This, it's the end of the world. Yeah. This is contagion. Yep. This is, this is how we die. <laughs> now, I asked this also. I don't know if it's been released yet, because I forget the... Like, I have a bunch of episodes that I've recorded, but I haven't released them yet. So I don't okay. know like when this gonna, like when this will come out. But what do you think is going to be the, this is a big question. What do you think is going to be like the downfall of humanity? Do you think it's going to be a virus? Do you think it's going to be something we have no control over, like a mm. meteor or the moon as in uh, Rick and Morty? <laughs> <laughs> Two brothers. <laughs> that was funny. Um, uh, what do I think it'll be? Well, no, 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 no. Just to preface this, obviously we're like we're not qualified to answer this, but it's fun to th- contemplate it. Fun and scary in, in a way. <laughs> um, what do I think? Well, I think it's either going to be probably technology, so something like maybe something like that'll happen. Um, I mean, not even to the point of like robots like coming and taking over. <laughs> I mean, it could just for anything. It could be some like phone or something puts out too much radiation and everybody gets cancer, you know, that could be, that's something, I guess. I mean, that could be happening right now. I mean, yeah, for all we know, (laughs) all those microwaves and shit frying our brains, uh, that, I mean, or it could be global warming, global warming. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. There's there's so many different things. I was going to say there's, that's the thing. There's so many different things. It's, Mm -hmm. there's so many potential downfalls for all we know it could end up being like wally where we all get onto a ship and just fly in space because the earth's turning to shit yeah yeah i don't know i mean that (laughs) movie connected it to a a disney movie i mean that movie is what 2008 so that movie is 11 years old yeah and that is one of the most like foretelling kind of films because 2008 is when did like the smartphone come out? When did like wasn't the iPhone? Oh, uh, way before two thousand eight, I feel like oh five oh six. I'd probably say like oh five, somewhere around there. Yeah, but I I can't imagine in oh five people were doing what we're doing now. I think it's oh five, like the the razor phone was a big thing. Okay, because I remember being in uh, I remember being in, like the fifth grade and playing with my mom's razor phone. <laughs> But like everybody is literally just always, always on their looking phone. at like like looking on their phone, like that's what I'm saying about Wally. Is it's so foretelling about how we're just going to be these lumps of shit sitting in a we're chair, just these fat fucks, boneless people. <laughs> yeah, and we're just like technology yeah. is serving us dinner, and technology is telling us this is happening, and then everything is a simulation. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. It's scary. It's really scary. But it's like, if you take away technology, we've come too far where you take it away and then it's... And you got you can't really do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I find myself thinking, how did anybody 
function right 20 years ago well here's the thing it's like <laughs> it's like you you your phone breaks and all of a sudden you don't have any form of communication your phone <laughs> breaks and you can't get to the store or like they're closed because it's holiday weekend or something you can't call anybody you know you can't you can't communicate so you're just sitting there you can, if you have no TV or anything, you can't watch anything on your phone. You can't pass time playing games. You can't check on other people on like social media and stuff. Like people can say, "Oh yeah, I can go. My, I can go like days without my phone." But then it's when it comes down to needing to call someone, it's like I can't. I can't. <laughs> I have to borrow someone else's phone, and that's an inconvenience. And people are uh, introverts, and they don't want to do that. I resonate with that. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Like I watch movies or I watch like a like a like a series or read a book or anything about like people would write letters, yeah, and like give them to someone and say take this to so and so, and it would take like you got it take like two three Even four five days navigation. You're trying to get somewhere. Say you have to go. You're in another state and your phone breaks and you got to go to the phone store there. How do you get to the phone store? How do you find out where it is? Yeah. You need a navigation. Yeah. I guarantee you if someone like, all right, so let's say maps doesn't work. Google maps doesn't work. I'm trying to get from point A to point B. Google maps breaks down. Someone hands me a map. I don't know how to use a map. How do you use a map on, you know, maps don't show you where other things are. Like they'll show you the roads and stuff. They won't show you like businesses and whatnot. Some maps might, but yeah, you can't just find that. <laughs> it's. You really start breaking it down and you're just like, oh my God. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm literally telling you like, I'm a fucking idiot. Like I cannot read a map. Like right. if you hand me a map and I'm just like, it looks like foreign language to me. I mean, you can get the idea of reading a map, but. I mean, I'm sure I could. It would just really puzzle me for. Right. You know what I mean? It would take double the time to get there because I'd be like, uh. Go this. It's also just not way? safe if you're by yourself. Like you can't look at a map while you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> God. Oh man. I don't know. I think the downfall of humanity will be I like to think it would be something like technology going wrong or or something, but right. something's telling me it's probably gonna be more of like just a natural thing that we have no control over. It won't be man made, it'll be Yeah. Because even global warming, I mean, that's in a way man-made. Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll be something like an asteroid, an asteroid, or like something like Armageddon, you know? Yeah. And we don't have Bruce Willis to send. True. You know, he'll be dead. So it's like, <laughs> and Michael Bay will be somewhere yeah. doing cocaine off of uh, some leftover Transformer bits. Yep. So we're fucked. <laughs> But I think that's what it'll be. I think it'll be something that we have no control over. We can't stop it. It's not man-made. Right. That's, that's what I think it'll be. Yeah. And heck, that might not even be like the entire Earth. That yeah. could just be like a part of it. Mm -hmm. For all you know, Australia is going to go bye-bye, but the U.S. will be okay. Because mm -hmm. you really start breaking it down. We're 2020, we'll say. We're just a few, few days away from 2020. Yeah. 2020. It, it blows my mind to think that I... I probably will not see 2100. Yeah, unless... You know what I mean? Yeah, unless like cryogenically freezing people is a thing by the time you die. Just 2100. I mean, that's just 80 years away. Yeah. 
I mean, you're what? I'm 27. 27. So 80 and 27, that's 107. You could probably live to be 107. You think so? Yeah, maybe. But then here's my other argument. At 107, I might as well be dead. <laughs> True. 107? Yeah. There's no way I'm actually functioning to the point of like understanding what's going on or... Yeah. I mean, I've seen some like people that were over 100 and yeah, they're old and slow and my God. <laughs> but a danger to they're society not, they're not like who are you what day is this where am i they're not like not knowing who they are and stuff okay like they still are aware of everything yeah i don't know like i start really thinking i'm like i don't know like where's my cutoff that i want to be like where i can still be productive where i don't have to rely on people where mm-hmm. i feel as though i'm still in control of my existence i feel like that's maybe 80 if you're lucky yeah right because then after 80 you just start like you start getting frail you start getting i think i mean people feel like they start getting frail at 20 so (laughs) (laughs) i think to me i think you're only as old as you feel so if you're i mean if you feel like your body's decrepit and old (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) you know there's probably there's some people out there that are like in their 40s and they just look so bad like they look like they should be in a grave <laughs> well meanwhile there's people that are like 70 and you know running laps around 40 year olds yeah so it, it all just depends on how you're living your life i guess did you ever do this thing it was called um i'm probably not getting the name right but something along like death clock or something you ever do that? No, but they just made a movie about that. Really? <laughs> it's called Countdown. It's like an app that comes out and it like everybody that signs up, it tells you it tells them how long they have left to live. No shit. It's a Blumhouse movie. It looks Countdown. It's called Countdown. I have not heard of this. It looks kind of shitty. <laughs> really shitty actually. Um, but I like that premise because the death clock thing, you just kind of type in generic information about you like are you a smoker? Uh, how tall are you? How old are you currently? You know, shit like that. Right. And it just comes back with like a random, I guess, date of when you're going to die. Yeah, it sounds like countdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. It's it, it almost has like a Final Destination feel to it, but just really crappy. Like the trailer showed probably all the best bits of the movie. So there's really no point in seeing the movie. So you saw the movie in the trailer. Essentially, I hate yeah. that shit. I, yeah, right? Um, but there was, I mean, there was one scene at the end of the movie that I really liked that was like crazy. And I'm kind of sad that they put it in the trailer because that's probably the best part of the movie. And then, you know, you have no reason to see the movie now, but the girl, there's like, like the main character, she's like in her bed and, uh, her, her boyfriend is next to her or whatever. And then her boyfriend walks in and she's like, What? And then you like, cause the whole thing is kind of like the Grim Reaper is like a monster or something. I guess it's the Grim Reaper. It's the <laughs> countdown monster. But it, it, it's seen as like this black hand and it just reaches over her and then it cuts out and I was like, Ooh, if I was watching the movie, that would have got me. That would have probably would have creeped me out, but they put it in the trailer. So yeah. it's sad, but yeah, it just looks shitty and I don't think it was good. Actually, I'm kind of curious cause it's, I think it's been out. It, how did I miss this? I don't know. What the hell? Well, what I was getting at with that is I think the countdown, or not countdown, I think the death clock told me that I, like, like I'm going to die in 2060 or something like that. That's, oh, okay. like, that's, like, when did it come out? 
Wow, just it just it came just out. came out the twenty fifth. I have not of October. I did not hear anything about that. Yeah, that's it, crazy. You know, you're not missing much though. Twenty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Hmm. Do you want to know when you're gonna die? Like, if, like, like if you had that power, would you want to know? And you can't avoid it. Um, it's not like you find out and you have the ability to change your fate. I mean, I think I'd rather know when I'm gonna die as opposed to how I'm gonna die. Okay. Because uh, when it comes down to like when I'm gonna die, I know when I'm gonna die, and I can plan out like my life. Basically, I can do things before I know it's gonna happen. Yeah. Whereas if I find out how I'm gonna die. I'm going to do the most possible to avoid doing to that avoid specific doing thing, that. but it's going to somehow lead to me doing that thing. <laughs> so <laughs> isn't that what, isn't that how final destination worked? They were trying to, they like knew what was going to happen. So they avoided it at all costs. And, 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 and then in the avoiding, in the avoiding, it still managed to happen. It still managed to happen. Yeah. But it didn't happen the way it was going to happen. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'd rather know when than how. Oh man, would I want to know like not how, but even just when? Like, but like, can you imagine if it would be one thing if someone was like, "You're gonna die April fifth, two thousand eighty-one." Okay, great, sweet. I I, I live a fulfilled I, life. I live a prosperous life. Versus, oh, you're gonna die November tenth, two thousand twenty-two. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I gotta start living. I guess, right? I mean, that's kind of how. That's like if you think about it. That's what. Like, people who have terminal illnesses, that's how they have. Like, if they have one year to live, what do you do in a year? Wow, we're getting really deep here. <laughs> but it's like, even, yeah, yeah, but no, like, even if, like, depends, I guess, on your illness, because, I mean, what what are you going to do? All you're going to do is sit in the bed. I mean, it, you know what I mean? You can either let, you can either just sit there and let whatever is killing you kill you, or you can let it kill you while you're doing things that you want to do i guess i don't know bucket list i think there's jack nicholson yeah i think there's (laughs) it depends on the illness like if you can't move and stuff like you you need to be in bed then you know you might as well just yeah take me off light support cut the cord there you know like maybe tie up any loose ends and then just let it go (laughs) if it's something that you could just like if, if you i mean cancer you could probably still travel the world and stuff you'd still need to go to the hospital once in a while but you can still go around and do whatever and appreciate life yeah do what you can to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that I'm always curious to hear what the answer is. Are you, like, are you afraid of death? Does the idea of dying scare you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I would say so. I mean, I'm not ready. I, I, haven't, I haven't done anything. I'm just a guy who goes to <laughs> Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even met Mickey Mouse. Actually, I did meet Mickey Mouse, so. Well, you can die happy. Nope, not until I get to see Zootopia in Shanghai. Zootopia in Shanghai. Yeah, Shanghai Disney's getting Zootopia land. Oh, I'm sure it'll be just a matter of time before Walt Disney World gets it. I sure hope it is. <laughs> that There was rumors that it was going to be an Animal Kingdom, but I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah. Animal Kingdom. All right, so isn't that weird? Like, we like, went are, from... Are you afraid of death to Animal Kingdom? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of Animal Kingdom, I gotta get back there. I I, I have to go on Flight of Passage again. It's that so was good. that I I can't sing the praises enough of this ride. 
to anybody listening. It's fantastic. Get to Animal Kingdom. Even if you don't like Avatar, even if you don't, like, even, if you think James Cameron's a hack, <laughs> I don't care what you think. Put all these preconceived notions aside and get on the back of this banshee, quote Hell unquote. Yeah. Do it. And like, I've never once come close to crying on a ride except for this one. I get, I, I it literally I get makes me emotional. Yeah, I get off that ride and my face hurts from smiling so much. Like the entire time, I just have the biggest, dumbest smile on my face because it's such a, like, it's honestly life changing. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel incredible. like a ride. It feels like you're actually doing what you are supposed right. to be doing. Exactly. And that's why I'm, I'm excited to go because they just had a new ride open up. And I know you don't care about Star Wars. Not they really, just had but go ahead. Rise of Resistance open up on the 5th. Okay. And that's supposed to be like, it's supposed to be. I've heard it's more immersive than Flight of Passage. And it's similar to like what Flight it's, of Passage it's is? It's different. It's not, it's kind of, I think it's supposed to kind of be like that, but it's supposed to be this huge experience where even the line that you're in is kind of part of the experience. And it, it, it involves like getting into a different vehicles. Like you get into a vehicle and you get out and then you go into another one and it's all part of the ride. The whole thing is like you're captured by Kylo Ren and the first order and you're trying which i this is probably all sounding like gibberish to you gibberish to me but to some people it's like oh okay cool yeah but (laughs) the whole thing is like you get captured by the first order and then ray and finn and the rebels they're all coming in and saving you and getting you out of there and it all it's just a whole thing and it's supposed it's i've heard it's like disney's most incredible experience most it's the most immersive experience ever so I need to ride that. <laughs> it's to the point where every day since it's been open, Hollywood Studios has been packed at 6 a.m. before the park even opens. Because mm. there's only limited... They're doing a thing called... It's like boarding passes. So okay. it's only... Certain... And that's essentially a fast pass? <sighs> Not exactly. It's kind of like a virtual wait. Okay. But they only have limited ones. So once they're gone for the day, they're gone. You can't go on the ride at all because it's so popular, which I mean, it's smart that they did that because if otherwise it'd still be like a seven hour wait every day. Yeah. Because it's Star Wars. Star Wars is a huge thing. They were smart to when Galaxy's Edge opened to let pass holders in before the whole thing is actually open to the public. Okay. And even then they only had like specific times that people could go in. But... Dude, I looked up how much it takes for Disney, like Walt Disney World, to operate daily. It's a lot. It's like millions. Yeah, but they're making millions. <laughs> like, are I mean, you kidding me? Really, yeah. So you hear how much it costs to operate this place on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And then you wonder why when you're standing in line and getting a churro and a drink, you're paying 20 bucks. Oh, okay. I, I get it. I-, I-, I don't agree with this, but... <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I mean, is it worth it? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> to some people. To some people. For me, it's worth it. Others, probably not so much. Yeah, like when I got chicken and waffles one day, they had little, like, like Darth Vader was imprinted on the waffles. Oh. I was like, all right, I guess that justifies my $25 expense. <laughs> you imprinted Darth Vader on my waffle. Sweet. I get to eat Darth Vader now. I don't think I've ever seen that. Were they, like, black waffles? This was 2015 at Hollywood Studios. I figured it was Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And me and my buddy, we got 
It's it's in one of my videos on YouTube. It was called Carpool Karaoke to Disney. Okay. And then I feel like I might have seen that one. Through like throughout that whole video, I made this joke of like how expensive Disney is and how Disney is like this money hungry company and shit. Mm-hmm. And I would like every once in a while, like when we were parking, I was filming when we were parking and the person and like the lady was like, Oh, that'll be twenty dollars and then I cut to like a the old steamboat Mickey. Mm-hmm. Like a like a screenshot of Mickey and then the like gotcha again (laughs) gotcha bitch (laughs) god it's just yeah like and then i think i made a joke i was like uh something along the lines of i need to get many an abortion that's why all these prices are so expensive wow (laughs) i hope you don't mind paying 20 dollars. i gotta get many an abortion (laughs) oh that's one expensive abortion my god (laughs) well i guess it is a mouse so a a lot of tiny hands but dude, like Disney is, yeah, Disney's like, I won't be surprised if down like 20 years from now, Disney owns the, uh, that, that chair is falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be surprised if 20 years from now, Disney like buys the world. I, mm-hmm. I can see that. <laughs> Disney buys Earth. And that's the downfall. <laughs> like, we just went full circle. The downfall of, of humanity is, 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 is Disney the, buying everything. Is the uh, acquired... Is it assets? Yeah, of, assets. of humanity yeah. by Disney. <laughs> and then and then the big plot twist is the one that everyone is in the back of their mind thinking, oh, Walt Disney has been frozen on ice this whole time. And he's He's just waiting. He's thawed. He's just waiting. And he comes out and yep, and it's his master plan and he and he essentially becomes Hitler. Hmm. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, I mean he he did he did Dude, he did have the thing against Jews or whatever. That's allegedly, I don't know. I don't look into that stuff. But you, you I, as far as I know, I don't think he's actually frozen. Because, I mean, his, <laughs> his granddaughters even come out and be like, I went to his funeral, guys. Like, <laughs> come on. Okay, Let him but, rest okay. in peace. Okay, but was it an open casket? It was a, it, he got cremated. All right, but was she there? I mean, I don't know. And again, can we take her word? This is all the <laughs> Illuminati. I do, like, uh, like who? Like what can like outside of these four walls that you and I are sitting in? What else can you believe right now? If like like if someone were to say, "Oh my God, did you guys just hear Donald Trump got assassinated?" Yeah, that's that'd be. Crazy. I have to take his word. I, like I like I didn't see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So f- my point is, for all we know, Disney is thought or uh, frozen, ready to be thawed any moment now. Why I don't know. I mean, Why I would, I would I would think that it's because he he's always been kind of the one to look to the future and just kind of be he he's he wanted to create a future essentially and he wanted to make new things and he wanted to um, I'm trying to think of the word what's the word for making new things making invent invent but there's another one I don't know. Innovate. 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 He wanted to innovate. <laughs> uh, so I would imagine that he would, if he was frozen, he'd probably want to, <laughs> you know, see what it, what his legacy has left and how technology has changed. Is that why this whole rumor started? Because of what Disney stands for? That someone was just like, oh, he's probably frozen. Just waiting for the future to arrive. I don't know why the rumor started, honestly. Like... <laughs> So they were probably like, oh, he's got money. He can do that. How? How would they do that? It was like, what? 
when did he die? The 70s? The 60s? Good God. I can't even remember when he died. Is that even possible? Can you actually freeze yourself and come back? That's as not far possible. as I know, as far as I know, it's not. But I mean, you think about it, unless it's in the... You don't even have your own phone silenced. <laughs> oh, you have yours silenced? I have mine silenced. Wow. Who's the more professional here? Wow. Let me uh, just go ahead and this silence whole t- that. The whole, all day, all I've, all I've been thinking of is make sure to silence your phone before the podcast because, you know, something's going to happen and you're going to get yelled at. I can't prepare. You're a guest. What a guest. <laughs> I tried. Be my guest. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. All right. Anyway, so. <laughs> uh, but I, I think maybe not cryogenically freezing. Like the way it the way it works is not the way we think. Maybe it's kind of like more of Jurassic Park scenario where they freeze you and they have your DNA on hand essentially, and they can just sip that up through a cup and make a clone of you. Oh, which, okay. in theory, yeah. cloning would have to be a thing, which it is. I got to tell you, bringing up Jurassic Park like that is probably one of the best examples of science fiction. But that when you watch it and you watch that that DN, dino DNA little demonstration, yeah. you're like, I buy into this. Yeah, I, I can in, see that being insane how I buy into this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I literally, before the even sort of uh, recording, I saw something on Facebook. They just found a dinosaur tail, like perfectly frozen in amber. Like a dinosaur tail. What? <laughs> huh. That's, uh, that's all I saw. I didn't look into the article, but... That, that they could do whatever they want with that now what are they gonna do i don't know they might make a new one but there's now five movies is why that shouldn't be a thing yeah right mm-hmm. with a six coming out six one with it also a short film yeah i saw that, that battle at big rock or something something like that yeah that's yep. good i like that they did that because that was kind of them like trying to put out an idea of how the movie would be to see if people would like it, I guess. Okay. Because I think they played more on like the thriller aspect of that because that was a little bit more like a thriller as opposed to the other two Jurassic Worlds. They weren't very thrilling. Yeah. They were more just kind of adventure Jurassic Park is a, is a good example of something that really never should have been a, a franchise because you have a great first film. Mm-hmm. You have an underrated second film in my opinion with Lost World. Mm-hmm. Three is pretty terrible. Um, it doesn't really make sense why they would go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a stretch for the second one, The Lost World, but the second one made sense because it's on a different island. Right. You know, it's on. It's not on Nublar. It's on Isla Sorna. Well, didn't they? Didn't they go back in the third one because their kid was the kid went missing. He was. He was. He was. He was, lo- he was. They were. Around that island, they were just, you know... It would have been fine if it was just a whole cast of new characters, but what didn't make sense to me was the fact that they brought back Grant and... Well, because he was familiar with the island. Yeah, but... uh, I mean, if you're going to go explore an island that you don't know about, you might as well bring someone that you know has been there. True. But, I don't know, just something like... The way they they justified it of like, oh, well, we'll fund your your next project. Mm -hmm. Tell us however much you need. You know what I mean? Like, after... Really put yourself in his shoes, like experiencing something as horrific as Jurassic Park, the first film. You yeah. wouldn't go back. But again... I mean, he didn't want to go back. But again, three also takes place on the second island. 
So they don't go back to the original island. Oh, they went to Isla Sorna. Isla Sorna in this third one as well. I don't know. For me, and but then really Jurassic World makes no sense. Nobody would have funded that. Nobody would have funded that. Well, there's no way that can go right. Hey, I mean, that is a liability of the, the yin yang. Well, so was the first one. <laughs> yeah, but the first one they didn't have anything to base it off of. You know, right? What I mean? It's now they have literal evidence well, of like it goes yeah, wrong. They th- I guess in the in <laughs> Jurassic World they thought they had control over everything. They thought, but I mean, so did the first one. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it shouldn't have been a franchise. Most, like, Terminator 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, it worked out for it. a while, though, at that part. Until the um, the test subject got out. Like, the one that they made. I forget what it was called. The oh, the... Um, Indominus Rex. Indominus Rex, yeah. Until that one got out, everything was okay. Yeah. Everything was fine. <laughs> and then money got in the way, and stupidity, and they got they let it out. And that's where that's where it went down. Yeah. And then the second one um, wasn't. It was kind of boring. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. I haven't seen was, Fallen Kingdom. It was honestly just like a build up to the next one. Okay. The finale. And now the next one, they bring back. They're bringing back everybody. Really. Grant. Yeah, they're bringing oh. back the whole original cast. Uh, <laughs> He's gonna be like, guys, I've I've done this so many times. Why? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's just like. It shouldn't be a franchise, and, and, and you really don't need all these original characters mm-hmm. because it doesn't make sense for them to keep coming back to this. Right. Unless they don't come back to it, and they're just somehow like secondary characters just well, to I be on screen. In the second one, the idea is they go back because the island's going to explode because of the active volcano that's on it. So they're trying to relocate the dinosaurs somewhere else, basically. Well, may- that might be the reason that the the main like like the group goes, but the reason Jeff Goldblum, who's the main person of that film, he goes because his girlfriend is like heading that expedition. Oh yeah, are we talking about the second one or are we talking about Jurassic World Two? I thought we were talking about the Lost World. I thought we were talking about Jurassic World Two. <laughs> I haven't no, because I haven't seen Jurassic World Two. Well, that's what happens. Oh, <laughs> that's the, the that's, island blows up. The island is there's an active to? volcano, so they're they have to go back and. They want to relocate the dinosaurs because they deserve to live. Okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, I agree with. You know, PETA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I love The Lost World, though. Have you seen that? Yeah. You saw that? I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, he had his discussion. <laughs> really? I didn't, yeah, we've talked when? about it before. Um, it was a whole thing because I was talking about how I just didn't like it. I thought it was kind of stupid. Um. Uh, but I see where you were coming from because you were talking about how... Because it was Steven Spielberg that... He did, came back to direct, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there was things about it that were that were good about it. But overall, just the story was just kind of dumb. <laughs> it all could have been prevented if they just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But, I mean, the justification of him going to the island because his girlfriend is there or his right. wife-to-be or whatever... Mm-hmm. I mean that you know that in the back of my head I'm like all right. I yeah, buy, I get why he went back, but why that. did they go back? Well, they didn't like they were never there in the first place. They aren't going back. Like they're they're just going there. Like that's their first time. Oh, so do they do they know why? Oh, do they why did they go there though? Like well because the like the second island is where I guess they bred them where they where they made the dinosaurs and then they moved oh. them okay to uh Isla Nublar. So I think 
the, the idea of going to this island is to do something with them. I don't know exactly, like, I don't remember exactly what they want to do with these dinosaurs. Mm. But essentially, there's just dinosaurs roaming. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not a park, so to speak. Right. So it's just kind of more wild, which also is a terrible idea. <laughs> we have this island full of wild dinosaurs. Let's go. <laughs> and let's bring one back to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a great idea. That's, that's, that's the big one that people don't like about how they brought it back to San Francisco. and It kind of becomes like King Kong. That's why I didn't like it. I, it was, I thought it was so dumb. Um, but if you saw the you saw the short though for Jurassic World, right? For some reason, yeah, it might have just because it was free on YouTube. Because that's <laughs> literally like leading into the third one. Because that's what happens afterwards. I so, mean, not much happens. It's literally like they're just camping. They're camping and there's dinosaurs, but they're not camping on the island. Where are they camping? In wherever city they're in. Ah, so there's dinosaurs in the city again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pulling a lost world. Yeah, but they did it better, <laughs> I think. It ended up being, do you want me to just tell you? Go ahead. Do you plan on watching it? I mean, I do, but I don't really care about Jurassic Park. So. Okay. <laughs> so it ends up being that there's this rich, super rich guy who's kind of leading the whole thing to get the dinosaurs out of there, which actually is like a secret to get them back and to basically sell them for large amounts of money to the black market for parts and things okay. like poaching. Sure. Just without... You know, all that work of hunting. They're just relocating them. Okay. Um, so, because they bring it back into the States and stuff, Chris Pratt's character and all of them, they stop that and all the dinosaurs get out. So now they're just roaming in the U.S. So, I guess uh, the third movie is going to be like the Flintstones. They're all just going to adjust to dinosaurs living in their backyard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> in their defense, though, the dinosaurs weren't going to live. They were going to be put to death. Mm. They were going to be killed and sold for parts, like raptor claws and shit like that. So, they weren't just bringing it back just because whatever they were doing in Lost World. Yeah. Again, shouldn't it be a franchise? It, it's just... It, At the end of the day, it makes money. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. You look at all, a, a lot of these properties and you're like, because we were talking about this earlier about Joker. Mm -hmm. You know, that thing made a billion dollars. It's inevitable a sequel will be made. Right. That the, the shouldn't be a sequel. No. It was a one not. and done. Mm -hmm. Great story. I don't even see how they would make a sequel out of that. They would just continue the Joker story, which eventually is going to have Batman in it. So then it just becomes another Batman movie. Yeah. Which I'm tired of. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about Batman. I, honestly, I don't really care for DC movies. See, the appeal of Joker is it's it's this incredibly unique, different take on a familiar character. Right. And then it ends in such an ambiguous way where you, as the audience, fill in the dots for yourself. You make up your own what happens next. Yeah, everyone has That's an the idea beauty what of happens it. next. That's the films. beauty of it. Yeah. You know, you don't need another movie to show you, oh, this this is what happened next. Right. But, you know, it's either that or you get a like a live action reinterpretation of an animated movie. It's like, which, pick your poison. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's very rare to come across a completely original yeah. film. 
nowadays it's nowadays just, it's harder because i mean movies have been a thing for so long since the early definitely since the night like, like the beginning of the 1900s but maybe oh, yeah. even like into the late 1800s films have been around but stories have been around since the taunt like since the dawn of times yeah. yeah so i mean there's only so many stories that could be original yep you know like every story is gonna have some sort of like callback to another story or it's gonna have some sort of like some sort of similarities to multiple stories not even just one exactly i think nowadays though like original stories are like when they're made into movies they end up being like really well acclaimed like um it was you know knives out that's nominated for a golden globe that just came out and that's completely original it's completely original no. it's a murder mystery it's not even based on a book not that i know of okay hmm. game night did you watch game night that's with uh, Jason Bateman. With Jason Bateman, that was hilarious. Rachel McAdams. It was it was a fantastic movie. Okay, that was original. I've never seen anything like that. I don't even think it was based off a book. They okay, were just they just decided to make it. Huh. But that was it was hilarious. It's got action ish scenes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was just a genuinely good movie. Yeah, and it kept you interested. The whole premise is they think they're playing a game where someone gets kidnapped, but it's actually for real. Huh. Yeah. I love original movies, though. Like, like when movies that come out and, and really just blow me away and they aren't based on anything. Right. You know, that's what I'm really that 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 really attracts me to it. Where like there's a movie coming out with Adam Sandler. I did called uncut gems i know the title i'm trying to think if it's based on anything if it's based on like a book or something i want to say it's completely original but that's coming out like at christmas i think i heard of that uncut gems yeah he's getting like big acclaim for it but Mm. i mean like you look at like the top 10 highest grossing movies of all time currently eight of those are all in a franchise or a sequel are Mm -hmm. based on something you know Right. And then the two oddball ones are the two Camerons, where you have Titanic and you have Avatar. Titanic was based off of a real thing. Titanic is based on a real event, but it's a fictionalized... Yeah, okay. I I see what you mean. So it's like the characters in it... Are fictional. Are fictional, but it's based on a true event. Based around the sinking that actually happened. Right. It's a love story that happens on the Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. And, And there have been movies about Titanic prior to... Cameron's version, but it's what that film is on its own. It's not based on anything. It's not based on a book, right? You know, he wrote the script. Same with Avatar. You know, it has callbacks to Dances with Wolves, Pocahontas, all that shit. But yeah, yeah. But you look at like Avengers, that's sequel. You look at Jurassic World, sequel. Furious Seven, sequel. Mm -hmm. Star Wars, sequel. Yeah. So. It just gets me worried, like, at some point, there's going to be, like, I'm telling you, the way we're going, we're going in the direction of Idiocracy. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? No. You ever seen Idiocracy? I don't think so. Oh, my God. One of the funniest movies of all time. Who's in that? That is Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson's brother. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Terry Crews is the president. Hmm. Bizarre film. It's from Mike Judge, I think, the guy that did King of the Hill. Oh, wow. 
yeah office space shit like that okay but that movie is so funny and it's so for like uh, again it, it's smart it's like a smart comedy you know mm. it's like this is actually where we could be heading you know if we're not careful hmm. i think he like time travels into the future or some shit like that or he maybe he's frozen and he wakes up i don't know but i haven't okay. seen that movie in a while but i remember watching it and thinking this is uh this is top notch right here hmm. so i I highly recommend Idiocracy okay. for anybody, and you as well. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I think we'll, yeah, we've been going for a little bit here, so. How long have we been going? For some reason, this thing never tells me exact, like, it says 21, six, 2168. That's a lie. Two, like, I don't know if it's 2000 second. Like, I don't know. It doesn't actually give me a time. Hmm. All right. right. Well, but I had a uh, had a great time, man, talking to you. Absolutely, coming on here and my got, first podcast experience was a win. We got we got pretty deep, and then we got pretty light, and then we got deep again, We're in, like in circles. Yeah, it's just the circle of life. The circle of life brought that full circle. Whoa! And on that note, guys, thank you so much. I'll catch you again for some more one hundred and one.